Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of What Is Still. Well, actually, the first episode, right? We we doing a little different. This is this is my new podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the safe spot. This is going to be a place where we can express our opinions, talk about how we feel about certain topics, what's going on in the world, how we how we feel inside. I'm telling y'all how I how I feel inside, and still, you know, it's it's going to be a safe place, right? We can respect each other's opinions and everything like that. So, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the safe spot. You can go ahead and applause in your car wherever you are. I know you're glad to be here. Happy to have you on this first episode. So, with all that being said, right, we're going to continue on the path that we've been on recently. Well, I'm telling you what's going on in my daily life before we get on to some things I want to talk about. So when we last left off, um, for anybody that doesn't know, I'm having some back problems, probably going to have to get some back surgery um, from what I'm being told. So the issue with that, um, mentally, it takes a toll on you, right? Like the entire lifestyle that I used to have being active for anybody that's been over my house, my house is full of all of this workout equipment and you know, I was hitting the gym two times a day and meal prepping, and I was always out and about with my son, very active, very out, very, you know, going out, living this active lifestyle. <sighs> Everything is kind of sedentary at this point. They found that for any of my medical people that know all the medical terms, they found that there's an issue with one of the ligaments in my spine between like the L1 and the S5. So for anybody that doesn't know, that's the lower region of your spine. It's kind of like inside your ass, right? I know. So basically, it hurts to stand up for a long time. It hurts to sit down for a long time. I go to bed in pain. I wake up in pain. Uh, Walking can sometimes be an issue. It's causing me to have all these problems like sciatica and rudeocolopathy. I'm pronouncing that wrong. I know they didn't say it to me like 12 times, and I always pronounce it wrong. But all these issues, right? And it does a lot on you mentally. Like my whole lifestyle has basically changed. But for anybody out there that's going through something um and that's something is maybe something that is not going to give you a quick turnaround we got to do a lot of steps before we can get to the surgery and even after the surgery like my mind has always just been going through like man am I going to be the same am I going to be have to, am I going to be different and I'm going to am I going to have to go through another surgery am I going to be able to walk am I going to be able to return back to the lifestyle that I had uh, you know, before all of this and, uh, for anybody that's going through something similar where it's not a quick fix for you to get to your promised land, you know, it's not a quick fix for you to be able to return to where you were. It's going to, it's going to take some steps. Um, we in this together, man. I'm reaching out to you. I hope you remain positive. We're going to be all right. Um, so I will keep y'all abreast before I have to go under the knife. Um, I hope I got y'all prayers when it happens because... <laughs> I, I ain't never had no surgery before, so my anxiety, you know what I mean, is kind of, and I ain't even know I had anxiety, but my anxiety is really, like, up there. But anyway, anyway, it's it's a lot that's been going on recently in the world, right? And it's, it's a lot of things that I want to touch base on, and that's what the safe spot is for, is for us to be able to have these conversations and not feel like we cannot express our opinions, regardless of whether they be popular, regardless of whether they be negative, Right. And I really wanted to um, come up here with that first episode and really have a topic where I felt like people could buy that, right? And really have something where I felt like we could indulge in and and, and really um, have conversation with one another. And there was a couple things I wanted to talk about. There was, there was a couple topics I was going to run with. I didn't know if I was going to run with, you know, there, there was a lot of talk about the... Um, 
the comments Dave Chappelle made, you know, as far as, you know, transgender women and all of that other type of stuff. Um, I listened to the entire podcast, the, excuse me, podcast, the entire episode, by the way, I felt like it was a really interesting, I, I did catch the vibe that he was going. I don't think he, he left with any type of hate towards, um, trans people. So, you know, for, for anybody that hasn't watched it, I do encourage you to go watch it. If you don't like Dave Chappelle, I mean, it's a couple of jokes that's like, uh, out there. Right. But I would really just want to like encourage anybody to go to go play a listen to that episode. I thought I thought when he really broke down towards like the last thirty to forty five minutes, um, that thing pinks that that was really that was really dope to me. Um, but for anybody else, you know, go watch it. Um, so I didn't know if I was going to talk about that. Decided I wasn't. Um, and there was a couple other topics that I ran through my mind, but I, I settled on the topic of boundaries, right? Like. Boundaries with family members, boundaries with people, boundaries and relationships, boundaries with yourself. Um, and why the fuck people hate them? People hate when you put a boundary on them, especially when it's a person that had a certain level of access to your life that now you are restricting for, for what you feel is your betterment. Right? So I gave you this access. You used to be like a, a level used to be like a level a access nigga like you had that card that could access every card in the building you could go to the left wing you could go to the east wing you could go to the south wing you could go to the north wing and you could open up all the offices and you could go to all the cafeterias your car even gave you the access to swipe on all the swap snap machines my nigga you ain't even had to pay no money you could get a free snickers whenever you was feeling outside of your own personality you had that type of access to me and then you effed it up. You violated company policies, right? Because that's how we got to look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves like we a company. You walk into a company, you know, the first thing a company will tell you before they even tell you how much money they're going to be making, before they, even uh, before they even hire you. You know what a company tell you? A company will say, here is my core values. And you need to ask yourself, if who you are as a person lines up with my core values, right? Then let's say you say yes. The company say, okay, cool. You say you get my core values. Okay, nigga, here's another sheet of paper. And you know what's on that sheet of paper? It's my do's and it's my don'ts. You need to be here on time. And I don't like when people say these certain things to me. And here's maybe my triggers or some stuff that I've been through that I stood for that I ain't standing for no more. Da 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 da. You got all my list of demands and everything I'm going to tolerate and what I'm not going to tolerate. And if you agree to sign this listing, then what you were saying is, okay, cool. We're going to pay you based on you following my you know my company guidelines right and i don't know if anybody has ever been in a relationship where you find yourself you came in with your company guidelines right but the person was becoming such a stellar employee that you they would revoke one of your company guidelines and instead of you giving them a write-up or a warning it was just like eh. They ain't really mean that in the way that they did it. You know, like, yeah, we're going to let them slide, right? And they do it again, and they do it again. And then instead of you being smart and holding this person to your company guidelines, your dumb ass start changing the rules. So you be like, well, if they doing that, 
then maybe I should just change this rule, you know what I mean, and not even really hold them accountable for it no more because I really don't want to lose them as an employee, you know what I mean? Like, we start doing this to ourselves, and it's these standards that we set in the beginning of these relationships that we don't follow through with, right? And that's a problem. So then we institute boundaries, right? So now you're not a class A level nigga no more. You can't go to the snap machine and get your Snickers. You can't slide over to the left wing and to the east wing and to the north wing and to the south wing. Now I've regulated you to a C card and you stuck in the south wing. You can't get out that south wing. And you know what happens in the south wing? You in the south wing? I don't answer them FaceTimes all the time. Like when you decide to call my phone. It's like, eh, I see you calling, but you ain't a you ain't a class A no more. You a level C. I don't answer level C's I only answer level C's maybe once a week on a 15-minute period. I respond to your texts um, after 75 hours have passed. I don't get to you like I would get to a level A, right? And that's not because of me being rude, but it's me realizing that you had no respect for my company guidelines. And if you're not going to respect the company guidelines, we may keep you employed, but you're not going to keep that status that you used to have. Now I got to regulate you and you're going to see the difference because it's going to be other class A's and you may not see them class A's, but you know, they there because you used to be a class A and that's what bothers people, ladies and gentlemen, about boundaries. It's not that they can't get the level of access that they used to have. And, and, and maybe to some extent it is, but it's that they hate the fact that there is possibly somebody else that is getting that level of access to you that they're not and it fucks with them right on an unconscious level it bothers them they stay up late at night and wondering like who is they with and what is they doing and is somebody doing it the way i used to do it and is they doing it better so then they 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 keep trying to swipe that car over and over and they know that the crazy thing about these type of people is they know the card is not going to work to the door, but they will continue to swipe that bitch, right? And what this is, is I know you're not going to answer my text messages, but I'm going to keep texting you. And then I know you blocked me, so I'm going to hit you on this social media account because I know I'm not blocked. And if you block me on that one, I'm going to hit you over here. And then and then you know what? Like sometimes because you may unblock me or, or maybe you got a new phone, I'm going to keep hitting you up. You know what I mean? I'm going to send stuff to you. I'm going to mail. I'm going to write you letters and send you gifts and stuff because I just want to keep testing this because my hope, my hope, y'all, I'm preaching. My hope is that one day, when I swipe this card, maybe your system will glitch again. Because what happened was you had them boundaries, right? And and you told me what them, them guidelines was, but see, you glitched out. You didn't hold to them company guidelines like you said you was. So you got comfortable after my 90 days was up. And I realized that I could do stuff. I could go to certain areas that you had, you know, quarantined off that you said nobody could go in. Or I could do certain things that you said nobody could do. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep swiping this motherfucking card because I believe that you're not going to be consistent enough to keep me on this south side wing and that at some point if i just keep swiping this access card 
over and over and over again, you're going to glitch and you're going to let me in. And see, once you let me in, that tells me that I can continue to do everything that I want. See, see what we what we got to realize is you really it's something I tell my son because I really I really try to take the lessons that I learned now as a man or things that are really impactful in my life now as a man. And I try to pass these things on to my son. Right. You really train people how to treat you like for real, like people at their core are very, what's the word I'm looking for? They're, 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 they're very systematic, right? There's, there's people for the, for, for all of us, there are certain things that we do in a situation, whether we realize it or not, we do it the same way. Right. Every single time, whether we realize it or not. Right. When you walking down the stairs, sometimes you walk down the stairs the same way. Like how you open and get in your car, you do it the same way. How you get up in the morning, if you got a routine, you do it the same way. So much so that when something is out of place or you're not able to do it the same way, it can throw off your day. Like for anybody that's that gets that feeling. Right. So you really train in, in the same way that we train ourselves unconsciously. We train people how to treat us unconsciously, but they are fully aware, right? So it's like, I know that you don't like this shit, right? But if I do it and you don't react to it in the way you said you was going to react to it and you don't check me, then what that tells me is I can keep doing this shit, right? And I'm going to remember that I can keep doing this shit and I'm going to remember that you're not going to do shit about it. And this is real. This we have to remember to train people and this ain't even this ain't even um this ain't even for just relationships man i'm speaking in i'm speaking about people I, and I, when i say relationships i mean this this you can't just carry this in your romantic life like i'm trying to drop jewels right now that you can take period right and i'm i'm gonna, i'm going to give y'all an example and this this hits real close to home I'm going to give you all an example. I have a family member in my life that is older than me, way older than me, like a patriarch of the family, right? And they did something real effed up, like seriously spiteful against my mom, against my father, against my son, right? And they expected that once time had passed because of how they had did things previously, that it was just going to be swept under the rug. Everybody was just going to forgive them. And, you know, life will go on. But I told this family member that until you apologize to me, my mama, my son, my father, we not going to talk. And I meant that shit. And I think at first they thought I didn't. So they would still call and send text messages on birthdays and send stuff over to my mom's house, like gifts and food and stuff. I don't eat it. I don't open them cards. I don't read nothing. I don't want to. You don't exist to me because what you did was foul. And if I allow you to catch a glitch now that I put you in. See, see, see the, the, the thing about it, when that person tries to glitch your system. Right. And it works to them, not not to you, but to them, it devalues your feelings. What do I mean by that? If I told you I won't gonna fuck with you no more because of what you did, 
And then you try that little glitch joint And I let you out of the south wing now And now you got full access back to my life You're not going to respect how I feel See people People that have been put in a box Only care about how you feel Because the restriction of where they are Ties into what's coming out of your mouth You, you, who? <laughs> let me talk So what I mean to say by that is People that have been restricted don't really give a fuck that they hurt you, right? Like, just just being honest. Like, they, let me take that back. It's not that they don't give a fuck. They may not truly understand what they did and how it made you feel, right? So, the only way that they understand is the consequence of their actions of being restricted. You, you feel me? And so, how you know they don't give a fuck is because if I told you that you hurt me and now you restricted and you keep trying to glitch that door, you keep trying to get this same level of access that you had, it tells me, yo, you don't really give a F about how I feel because you're just trying to satisfy yourself by getting that same level of access. If you cared about how I felt, you would back the fuck up, sit in that south wing, and maybe a few months or a year down the line, put in a request to get your access back And you may not go from C to A You may go from negative C to C plus Then you may have to go back to B Honestly you may never hit level A again But it's, it's, it's steps It's levels It's levels to the sweetheart But they don't get that So you have to and, 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 and I don't mean that the south wing Is necessarily a part of your life The south wing may be when niggas go to die For you emotionally Right, South Wing could be the graveyard, and sometimes that's where people gotta stay. Right, we we gotta stop letting people who consistently show us the same pattern and behaviors, stupidity is doing, insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, and 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 expecting a different result. But psychosis is allowing somebody to do the same harmful thing to you and then letting these niggas back in to do it again. You, it's, it's almost like, imagine, imagine that your south wing is the graveyard, right? And this is where things go to die. And you found a way to put the Michael Myers of your life behind that door. And it's locked. And it's sealed. And the nigga can never get out. Now, it's Michael. My, he ain't going to die. We try shooting them, burning them, stabbing them, drowning them, feeding them the sharks, pouring acid on them, blowing them up with missiles, nuclear radiation, all this other type of stuff. Nigga wouldn't die. We got him behind the motherfucking door. Nigga can't get out. But he banging on that door. And he never stops. Now you could go to wing A and live your best life And not have to worry about what's going on in that south side wing Where things go to die But psychosis is standing at that door and saying You know what, they've been banging at this door Since I locked them in here a year, two, or three, or four years ago Maybe if I let that nigga out, he won't kill me That's psychosis, that's insanity And that's what we do so, 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 ladies and gentlemen, please, please, for the Michael Myers of your life, for these people that consistently run you through the, the gambit of stressing you the fuck out, 
We too old, ladies and gentlemen. Put them Michael Myers behind that door where niggas go to die, restrict their access card, and leave them there. And that's for your, that's for any bad significant others. That's for uh, terrible relationships. That's for all of that stuff. Leave it there and let it die. Period. And if it decides not to die, and it want to stay there, cool. Go to somewhere where you can't hear it and live your best life. Block all its access. That means ignoring the phone calls. If you block their number, keep their number blocked. If you block them on social media, keep the social media blocked. But we got to stop letting these people regurgitate themselves when we already push them out. They gone. Stop it because they're not going to change and they're going to be the same killing ass niggas that was good i enjoyed that i ain't even expect that that topic was gonna run as deep as it did but that was dope and if topics like this hit you if you say you know what i love the safe spot i listen to this dude mike wills talk and and he really he really speaks to me he really gives me some great knowledge hey subscribe to the podcast on whatever format you listening to me on i'm on i'm on anchor I'm on Spotify, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Spreaker. Anywhere you get your podcast, I guarantee you I'm there. Other than iHeartRadio, I ain't landed there yet, but I'm going to get there. But subscribe, man. Hey, share this with your friends. Share the post. Uh, follow me on Instagram, The Safe Spot. That's right at Instagram, D-A-S-A-F-E-S-P-O-T, The Safe Spot, like a safe. This has been Mike Wills. I am still, ladies and ladies and gentlemen, Let me let me let you know this right now. I will always be, always, the world's greatest single father. There will never be one like me. I don't care who your baby daddy is. I don't care who your husband is. I don't care if you looking at that nigga right now. If y'all in the car together and you looking at him and he like, dang. Nah, tell him. Tell him to his face. He ain't got the juice. He don't have the juice. I got the juice. I'm the world's greatest single father. This has been the first of many episodes of The Safe Spot, the place where you can come and express your feelings and say whatever the fuck is on your chest. So God bless you and keep them dead niggas behind the door. Amen.